In life, we all know that some things can happen unexpectedly. Some may ultimately change your heart and shift your direction. This is a journey of love and how the Holy Spirit did exactly that. This story will walk through the 24 months of an incredible soul-felt journey with God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. He will share in many events that could be considered spirit-led or miracles. This is Triune Loves Me with Lori Garner. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. I'm so happy that you could join me again today. Before we get started, if you'd like to grab a cup of coffee, a tea, and a comfortable chair, that would be great, because I have a lot to share with you today. The last episode ended at a photo shoot in South Florida, and at that time I mentioned I might be moving to Tennessee. Well, the big day came. We packed up our things, and we said our goodbyes to our family and friends, and we caravaned out of South Florida. We did make three stops. We made the stop in Disney World that everybody must do before they leave. We stopped in Savannah, Georgia, and we stopped in Greensboro, North Carolina. There we did some off-roading and some four-wheeling, which was a lot of fun. We finally made it to Tennessee. Upon arriving, we really tried to settle in, find our way around, and I also tried to start my photography business up again. I was very disappointed that things were not going as planned. And then winter hit, and boy, oh boy, was I surprised. I could shoot in Florida 365 days a year. Being a Floridian, that was amazing. But I was finding this was not true for Tennessee. And what happened here when winter hit, it seemed like everybody rolled up the sidewalks, went inside, and they were waiting for spring. I found myself a Floridian all my life, having to face a winter, something I was not used to. I looked around and everything was dead. The trees had no leaves. I had no business and I found it depressing. And I began to question, did I really make the right move? The only saving grace was I had my family and the grandkids, and the grandkids are such fun. They always keep me laughing. But it was still a very stagnant feeling that I had that nothing was happening. As we tried to weather winter, I figured that in spring, things would start happening. So finally, we start seeing flowers blooming, trees are blooming, Things are coming back to life and people are moving around. It was just a typical Tennessee spring day. On that day, I received a phone call and I had a very familiar voice said, hi, it's me. Guess what? I'm in Nashville. Would you like to meet for lunch? I said, sure. And we agreed to meet at a quaint coffee shop by the name of Frothy Monkey located in Franklin, Tennessee. I arrived early and found an outside table. She had called me and told me she was running a few minutes late. But as she arrived, I noticed she was very comfortably dressed, very casual, with her hair on a high ponytail on the top of her head. We hugged and quickly sat down. We shared light and airy conversation, but as the afternoon progressed, we shared more in depth about ourselves. She shared with me about her dreams and how she wanted to be in the music industry. And that's why she was moving to Nashville. She shared with me that she has parents back home that always back her up in anything she would like to do. And then as our lunch came to a close, she said, I have to ask you a question. And I said, what, what is it? And she says, what do you think? Do you think I should move to Nashville? I actually was surprised about this question because that's life altering information. So I thought about it a minute and I said, well, 
I said, you're about my daughter's age, so I can tell you what I would tell my daughter. And I said, if you have your parents back home backing you up, I would advise you to chase your dreams. Because when you become my age, you don't want to look back and have regrets. The lunch was over. We walked each other to the car. She gave me a hug. And she reached in her car and gave me a CD of her music. I got in my car. I put the CD in the player. And I listened to the album on the way home. It was a lovely jazz album. And I enjoyed it. And then the afternoon was over. A few months had passed when all of a sudden I received a call from that same friendly voice announcing, guess what, I made it to Nashville, I moved here. And at that time, she also invited me to go come see her perform at a place called the Whiskey Room in a writer's round. I really didn't know at the time what a writer's round even was. I felt somewhat obligated being I had given her that advice to move here, and I wanted to support her in what she was doing. I arrived at the venue. She greeted me and introduced me to some of her friends. I sat at the table with them, and as I did, the lights dimmed and the show started. The venue had four stools and four mics with a red velvet curtain as a backdrop on the stage. Each artist proceeded to find their place on the stage. She was next, and I pulled out my camera and proceeded to take photos of her performance. She was lighthearted and adorably funny. The audience seemed to really like her music. I captured the images for her to remember the evening. The show ended. I thanked her for inviting me and advised her how much I enjoyed the show. She thanked me for coming and supporting her music. I told her I would be in touch to give her her images. She said, well, let me pay you. And I advised her, no, they're a gift. I wanted her to send them to her mom and tell her mom that she was okay. We hugged and said our goodbyes and the evening ended. Now as time went on, I felt our friendship was growing. We would meet at different places for dinner or for lunch, and she would be performing, and I would go, and I would take photos and would send them to her mom. One particular day, she invited me out to a supper club that she was performing at in the Gulch. And being it was an afternoon performance, I decided to invite my granddaughter, Scarlett, to go with me. Now, I went to the house, and I picked Scarlett up. She had on an adorable outfit. It was tight jeans with a white fur coat that came just to her waist. Her hair was in a ponytail on the top of her head. We said goodbye to mom and we were off to go see the show. We arrived at the venue and made our way to a table close to the stage and we ordered lunch. My friend made her way to the table and introductions were made, but it was show time and she had to go on stage. You could see Scarlett beaming and we're so happy being there. She loves music and she loves performing, so it was just right up her alley. She sang many ballads and many beautiful songs, but the moment came when she asked Scarlett to join her on the stage. They sat at the end of the stage together with her arm wrapped around her shoulder, and they sang Somewhere Over the Rainbow. What a classic song, and what a beautiful moment to end the afternoon. It's one that a little girl will always remember. It was approximately about this time in my journey where I felt I had a rekindled love of music, My friend would send me her music, she would send me unpublished tracks, and I would listen, and I would play them in the car, and the children loved them, and they would sing along, they got to know a lot of the lyrics of her songs. Roll it forward about three weeks, and I had the grandbabies at the house, and I was taking them to school that morning, and my friend sent me an unpublished track of her song. And as I started to listen to the song, I started to cry. It brought memories back of my sister, who I had lost to cancer a few years prior. When the two girls saw me crying, they came to me and asked me, why are you crying? And I said, I don't know. 
this song is just touching my soul. And then I touched Scarlett on the chest and I told her, baby, if you ever write music, you have to write it like this because you want to touch people's soul. I let them listen to a few bars of the song and I said, okay, let's go, let's get in the car, let's go to school. Got in the car, everybody buckled in and I put the song on and Stella, the three-year-old says to her brother, Tristan, listen to this song. It's about a boy and girl in heaven. Now, nowhere in the song did it say boy, nowhere did it say girl, and nowhere did it say heaven. So it actually blew my mind, because that's where my mind was when I listened to the song. Dropped them off at school. I pick up the phone, and I call my friend. And I said, wow, this song moved my soul today, and this is what my grandbaby said about it. And she goes, oh my. I go, what? And she said, it's not about a boy, it's not about a girl, and it's not about heaven. It's about my friend who I lost in a car accident a few years ago and it blew our minds. Looking back to that moment made me wonder, when God is moving in our lives, do we recognize it's Him or do we just dismiss it? Does it leave us wondering? How did this happen? Is this just a coincidence? Why did that song take me there? This particular moment in time marked the beginning of the spirituality that's about to unfold in my life, so please do come back and share these moments with me. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed our time together as much as I have. Wishing you an amazing week this week filled with abundant love. This is Laurie signing off. Be kind, be loved, and be the amazing you. Please hit the subscribe button and the like button and leave me a comment. I truly would love to hear from you. This has been Triune Loves Me with Lori Garner. To learn more about Lori's unique journey, visit her blog, Triune Loves Me, at blogspot.com. And be sure to join Lori next time for another episode of Triune Loves Me.